So I'm right back with episode eight. I had a couple of recordings in the stash, so figured I'd get one out. Talk about how annoyed I get with people that use the internet. Oftentimes it's a very, very annoying space for me, but I still use the internet because it's a, it's a facet of life. It's, it's a part of how we experience life totally now. Like life would be so different without it. So you got to deal with it. And I get into what bothered me when I initially recorded and what I think about what I said about what bothered me today. It's not that far off still because it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago, but talk about the internet. That, that's, that's where we're going. Parts of the internet today with episode eight. Welcome to the next 40, y'all. This is a subject I know I will approach multiple times during this next 40. Um, People on the internet, my God, I can't stand people on the internet. Let me explain why. So, what, what the internet is used for is a communication device. It, it's, it's going to, well not device, a communication spectrum. It's, it's a lot. And people, companies, organizations, everyone uses it to communicate one thing or another, whether it's communicating that they have a product to sell that you might like, or they have an organization for you to join that you might like, or there's an opportunity available somewhere that you might be able to take advantage of, the headline news that's going around the world, information, information to persuade you, information to learn you something new. The internet is a communication tool, period. So when People, individuals, get their hands on the internet, they tend to communicate and communicate a lot of things. Individually, you share what matters to you. That's what I would hope. I don't think that's what people use the internet for at all. They don't really share what matters to them. They share what's happening to them, whether it's happening at that particular moment or it's happened to them before and they want people to discover what the happenings were. Well, it looks like I cut myself off because Jay is a bad editor at times, but it's still true. The internet is a communication tool and people pretty much use it to communicate when they share what has happened to them. I'm not a really big fan on how people go and just say anything on the internet. I'm not. 
what people often try to do is out-verbalize one another so that they sound like they're the smartest in the room. It's a lot of word vomit, a lot of syllables, a lot of words that mean nothing in context, a lot of people arguing about whatever tribe they're here for representing a day. It's not a good space and the way people use it, it's just so weird because there's, there's nothing preventing what they have going on up here from hitting them thumbs and just going out to the World Wide Web. Everyone's trying to find the right thing to say so they sound smart, but it really has no merit outside of the internet space. Or, it's not just that, it's not just that, or people are speaking just completely off of feeling and like it's emulsified when other people come in and agree with that feeling and then they double and triple down on it and it is just such a weird weird space you'll have an example of red cars someone says i like red cars and we've all seen this someone will read that and interpret it as Oh, so what you're saying is you don't enjoy yellow cars? Oh, so what you're saying is blue cars are awful. Oh, so what you're saying is, and it's never what the person said. It's just inferred that they're saying something that they never, ever, ever, ever said to begin with. And that is super annoying. And it's so easy to get into the rabbit hole of going and reading the comments or paying attention to a thread because it's like a train wreck, right? You see it and you want to see more of it. And then there are specific pages that peddle like train wreck culture over and over again. It's just like bad news or, or news where you can think about it or Sunday morning on Twitter is like the thought pool or something just goes out into the ethos and people just want to decide what trap they want to be with and argue and butt heads all day Sunday because they've calmed down from the fun they had on the weekend. And now they want to think, except what they want people to think about isn't really an exercise for thinking. It's an exercise for arguing. Nobody wins and people don't seem to care. And that's just what the internet looks like nowadays, a space where nobody really wins, but they feel like they do. Every, everybody feels like they do, they do because you know, they're with their tribe, they're with their little clique. So, you know, the, the, the chorus, the echo chamber, every, everybody's supporting one another for whatever the subject is, but it's just a weird, weird thing. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get how people pour into it. I was having a conversation with a person in real life, and as we were talking on the phone, they said to me, wait a minute. We're having this discussion on Twitter or MySpace, and then they wanted to state their point about whatever the subject was on MySpace, Twitter, Facebook, definitely not MySpace, <laughs> Facebook, whatever it was. And they were saying out loud as they were thumb thugging what they were saying back. And then they wanted to elaborate what the discussion was about. And of course, it was this tribe versus that tribe or primarily like men and women stuff. But 
I had to, I was beside myself at that moment. Like, did you just stop real life to engage with the virtual life? And then tell me about the virtual life. Like, it's impacting and affecting real life. That, that was strange. That one, at my big age, that one was a strange one. So, have their device, their internet form of choice, be it a social media platform or the comment section of a news website or YouTube or whatever. And this is what they do, primarily in written form, sometimes in visual form or when sharing things over audio or what have you. But what they do is a thought presents itself in their mind and it immediately goes to their thumbs and they thug it out and share it on the internet. And there is no vetting, there is no control, there is simply the thought that's become the thing and now it's expressed and people are aware that they thought these things. Shared on the internet, potentially millions of people can see what they just shared on the internet. The problem with it is because it's a thought that has now become a thing, it's unfair that I know. I don't need to know what you think, individual, and I'm not looking for it either. You walk into it because of how communication is shared all over the internet. You, you could be in a specific space where it's just supposed to be photographs, but those photographs sometimes are pictures of captions that share the thought, or it has a um, details surrounding why this, and you read the details and you now know the thoughts, and then you see the thread from the response to the news article or the YouTube stream, or whatever, and the thoughts are shared, or you go to the space online where it's nothing but thoughts all the time. And man, people, the internet should not be a space where you as an individual just freely blurt things out because all that does is leave you open to be defensive of your thoughts, but you could have protected those thoughts by not sharing them on the internet. And I see things all the time and I'm just like, this is ridiculous. This, you want to express the misery so that you can commiserate with other people and share the trauma with one another. You want to take a subject and twist it to whatever, whoever, however, fits what you are feeling at that moment and express that in a thread that has nothing to do with that. You want to take something that's not tangible to your life or your experience and say that it is because this is what you thought and it came straight to your thumbs. Like trauma bonding, right? I'm no psychologist, psychiatrist, no professional person with letters behind my name. But I do think trauma.
trauma bonding is something that people definitely, definitely do on the internet. And I think plenty of people act out specifically so that someone like them could come along the way and share in similar thoughts. It can be the, the echo chamber, that chorus, that choir of shared, believed experiences because a lot of times I also think that stuff that people have said they've gone through isn't as serious, isn't as heavy, isn't as emotionally scarring in their life as they're presenting it online because you can say anything in any space and no one can control it but you because like I said, it's just going from your thoughts to your thoughts. And I tend to believe people embellish a lot more online about who they are than what really goes on because everyone wants to be the main character in the stories that they tell. Also said, I think it's unfair to know what you think. But I didn't ask, and you're telling and you're sharing. I probably didn't want to know. And it's a lot of things I probably didn't want to know that I've learned to know. That's why they say never meet your idols because you find out the person that they really are. Not saying that anybody on the internet's my friend, but I am saying like, I thought you were a better person before I knew what you really thought about things. Or I didn't think anything about you as a person before I really knew what you thought about things. I don't want to know most things, anything really. I don't wanna know. I don't wanna know. If I'm not invested in you, I just, I just don't. I don't wanna know. I also think the way people create online, those things that may not have necessarily been real or true, might become real or true in their lives right now, particularly with like younger people. I can see a cultivation of a space for some people. And the communities grow in online spaces and all, all kinds of sites and services. And if the foundation of it is based on a lie, then I can see it going to extremes because you got to continue to live on that lie. And sometimes you're going to top that lie so that you're the most important one there. I think in, in TikTok primarily is where the lies live a whole lot more than everywhere else. Because there's a lot of young people there. And how the engagement works from the community it's like a call and response kind of thing. I can say something and then someone can speak directly to it. And then it can be a pseudo conversation, but it's really like a parasocial experience because all you can do is dictate. You can't really speak in real time. So when you have a lot of time to think about what you want to say, you can say something that tops what you said before. And I don't, I don't think a lot of young people have it all figured out because they're not supposed to anyway, but that's besides the point. But people, the way we generally use the internet, it, it, it upsets me. It, it, it gets to me. And I'm not sure if it gets to me because like, I know that it's true what they're saying or it's because I know it's not true. 
I do know for me, I had to take some steps to make sure that I didn't continue to get so angry. Step number one, the easiest one of all, never read the comment section. Any subject, any story, any video, any post, never read the comment section. And what I mean by never is like, don't go too far. Because sometimes you want to look just to see what's going on, what people think. But once it starts to spin up that wheel and go down that, that point where you're just uncomfortable, it's just like, this isn't it. I'm going to start receiving this negative energy. One way or another, you just need to stop, close it, go on and do something else. The other thing is I avoid social spaces, primarily like pages or sites that regurgitate just like negative news or news that, that brings up controversy or meaningless information about like celebrities or what have you, like it's not impacting the world, whether they're white or black, whatever, doesn't matter. I avoid that because that's a space where a lot of people point fingers at and want to judge and then project and throw everything at these people in the only space they can, which is again, the comment section. I don't deal with people who live in these spaces as well. Like I'm at a particular age where that doesn't really like happen, but years ago, receiving news and information from particular websites and or television shows. And that was the consciousness of their conversation was just around that stuff. Cause it's fun. It's fast. It, it gives you some dopamine hits or something like that because it can be exciting. It's, it's engaging, bright, colorful news, hip, urban, whatever it is, like, it's not important. And that's like the big part to me is like, it's not important. So I'm not going to give it time, energy or space. I'm not going to say like, I'm cold turkey and just gave it all up. But I have made sure and made significant changes about where I go to receive information, how I do look for information and like what I'm taking in. I'll give this antidote. So I also have the Don't Judge Me podcast. And a big part of that show was looking up articles. So my co-host and I can kind of sort of compete and outdo one another with just like crazy stories. But when looking for crazy stories, you have to intake all the stories that you come across. So it could be about violence. It could be about death. It could be about kidnapping. It could be about like a drug bust. It could be about anything. And you just receive so much information and I'm looking for information to filter through to make sense of nonsense and actual scary, tragic things. It's just so much information and I had to stop. And we basically changed the format of the show, but it was too much to consume and I had to stop it. I felt like it was affecting me in a number of different ways and it's just not what I want for me. So going forward, once we get back to recording, it's just about whatever we want it to be about but I'm not looking for silly information because I have to go through negative information to get it. My hope for people overall is that everything they see online just doesn't consume or overwhelm them and they can take a break from it. And they have the skills in real life to just step away. And maybe they cut back a little or maybe they cut back a lot, but I know that I'm not the only one just as annoyed with how people engage on the internet. I think I'm gonna end this one right here, right now. 
I'm Jay Del Negro. Thank you for listening and or watching. Welcome to the next 40.